CBS Sports Radio presents Eye on Fantasy Football. Deshaun firing downfield. He's got a man. Stills. Touchdown, Houston. Jackson wants to throw. Looking for Hollywood Brown. He's got him. Dolphins 30. Leg race 20. And he's going to score. Hollywood Brown. His second touchdown. 58-yard attempt for the win. Snap. Placement. Lux leans into it. Lux has got the distance. Oh, he's got it. Will Lux is the hero. A personal best 58-yard field goal. And the Saints walk off with a victory. Brady backs up, stands in. He's going to throw a long ball to a wide open door set. He's going to hit him in stride at the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Patriots. Shotgun snap. Murray rolls to the right. Throws near side to Fitz. Caught. And he's into the end zone for the touchdown. And off to Eckler. Up the field. Eckler into the end zone. Touchdown. Chargers win. Chargers win. Here are your hosts, Adam Azer and Heath Cummings. What's up, everyone? Week two is here, and we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's time for Ion Fantasy Football here on CBS Sports Radio. I am Adam Azer, and we've got two hours of fantasy advice coming your way and your phone calls at 855-212-4227. Hey, what do you do with Antonio Brown? Aaron Rodgers has scored more than 22 fantasy points only once against Minnesota in his last five seasons. What do you do with Aaron Rodgers? Well, we've got Heath Cummings here to help. What's up, Heath? Good evening, sir. It is the most interesting and most exciting week of the season. We spent months upon months deciding what we thought about players. We got one week of data, and some of that just threw that totally out the window. And now we get to find out in week two what was real from week one. I can't wait. Hmm, what was real? What do you think happened in week one that was not real? I'm going to say, I'll I'll, I'll throw that question at you unexpectedly. I'm going to say Bengals defense. Don't buy it. Yeah, I don't don't buy that. Like, I look at the quarterback position, and there were a lot of quarterbacks that were just flat-out terrible, and I don't think they are all terrible. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger comes to mind for me, and I, you'll disagree with this one right off the bat, but Mitchell Trubisky, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I, I expect think, I a lot think, of these guys to bounce back. I don't think Trubisky's terrible. I just don't really like him at Denver. Because, again, I think Denver's defense is better. I don't think that was real. I think Denver's defense is better than what we saw. And I don't think Trubisky is so good that he's a start at Denver, Heath. I don't have him as a top 12 quarterback, but I do have him in my top 15, and I would <laughs> rather start him over Drew Brees this week. Ooh, yeah, no, I mean, I get it. Drew Brees, two games last year with more than 20 fantasy points in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues on the road. Those two games were against the two worst teams against quarterbacks. I believe that was Kansas City and, no, it was Cincinnati and Atlanta. So a much tougher matchup this week for Brees. Anyway, we got your calls at 855-212-4227. We're really very excited for this show. Uh, I gave out a, a tip last week on this show, Heath. I said, you know... Marquise Brown, he's barely owned. If you got some room on your roster, not the worst idea to pick up Marquise Brown and see what happens. Of course, I didn't say to start him or anything. Uh, I'm going to give out another name, Heath. He's much more owned than Brown was last week, but he's still available in more than 40% of CBS leagues. He plays the same position. Who do you think I'm going to say? Go go out and get him on your bench right now. A wide receiver <laughs> yeah. that is owned in less than 60% of leagues. I'm asking tough questions, yeah. Yeah, like you just I, – I appreciate the prep that I got for these questions. <laughs> Makes it me sound really good. I didn't know really they were good. coming either, you know. Uh, Who is it? Dante Pettis. I think you're probably right. Um, I, 
it was a really, really weird preseason for Dante Pettis. Kyle Shanahan doing just everything he could to motivate his most talented wide receiver. And then week one, he just did not play hardly at all. Um, and he was dropped in, I think, 20% of leagues. He fits a pattern of several very talented players that were dropped in week one that were drafted in, like, the single-digit rounds. You talk about Corey Davis, Daryl Henderson, uh, Justice Hill, Alexander Madison to a lesser extent. A lot of those guys people are going to be wishing they didn't drop. Mm. Oh, yeah. I understand, you know, somebody's hot out there on waiver wire. On the waiver wire, you got to get them. But I think the groin issue really did keep Dante Pettis off the field. I think that Garoppolo's going to have to throw to some wide receivers at some point. They didn't even have a 40-yard wide receiver. So, I, I mean, Pettis, to me, is appealing. Put him on your bench. The, the guy that might fit the Marquise Brown mold better that is owned in 10% fewer leagues would be Meikle Hardman, 47% mm-hmm. owned. I, I'm a little bit skeptical. I think this might have worked out better for him if the Tyreek Hill injury had happened a month or six weeks into the season. I'm not sure Hardman's ready to contribute, but he's going to get a heck of an opportunity. By the way, Heath, uh, I'm not sure if you heard. This is my last show because I am pretty much guaranteed to win a million dollars on FanDuel tomorrow. I have the best lineup. <laughs> it's just you, tremendous. I haven't even put it out on the website yet. What, what the your lineup? Like tomorrow morning, I'll I'll put the <laughs> contrarian million dollar winning lineup out on CBSSports.com. Well, lose. Don't like just don't even bother because I've got it locked up. All right, before we get to the calls, eight five five two one two four two two seven. Heath, what do you what do you do with Antonio Brown? Looks like he's trending toward playing tomorrow. As someone who does projections on a game by game basis, this is one of the scariest situations uh, that I can remember because I'm going to be terribly wrong about one of these Patriots. There's just too many mouths to feed. Yes, they're playing the Dolphins. Yes, the Baltimore Ravens just put up 59 on them. I, You can't expect New England to score 59. It's probably more realistic to expect something like 35. Um, I'm not planning on starting Antonio Brown. That's easy for me to say. I didn't draft him anywhere. I'm not telling anyone else they should start Antonio Brown. I, Julian Edelman, to me, is a high-end number two wide receiver. Josh Gordon now falls down to be a number three wide receiver. And I just don't have confidence that after four or five practices, Antonio Brown has learned enough of the vaunted Patriots defense or offense Mm -hmm. that he's just going to be playing a high percentage of the snaps. Now, he might score a touchdown. He also might be active and just not even play. Yeah. We We don't know. Right. And that's why I'm a little higher on Gordon than sounds like you are. You know, I, I don't know where I would rank him, but I know I have him in several leagues and I'm starting him in every one. I think he's he's certainly a flex, as you said as yeah, well. But, the, but my concern with Gordon is, like, even without Antonio Brown, he didn't get very many targets last week. Yeah, he's right, but he's still going to get the targets. I mean, I I would assume. I think he will. I, look I don't at see him why he wouldn't. He's their best outside wide receiver prior to Brown. So I, I look at him similarly to how I look at someone like Will Fuller who one play could make yeah. everybody that said don't start him look stupid. Yeah, right. But they may only get four or five opportunities in a given game. That's not generally something I want to bet on. Uh, all right. Well, we'll have plenty of phone calls about it. Let's go to Alan in Philadelphia. What's up, Alan? Welcome to the show. Happy Saturday, sir. Hey, Adam. Hey, Heath. Uh, Adam, beautiful beach day in uh, Delaware. You're missing it today. Oh, yeah. It's a little it's a crappy day up here in New York. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I'm glad hey, you're I, doing I it. I just have a quick uh, quick question for you and Heath. It's a PPR. 
when waivers ran, somebody dropped Kenyon Drake. I have Jordan Howard on the bench. I'm just not sure, as you know, here in Philly that uh, uh, our coaching staff will get away from uh, the committee. But I also am heavy at running back, and I got John Brown, uh, Tyrell Williams, and D.J. Moore. Instead of picking up Drake, should I target like maybe a trade with a Devontae Freeman or something like that with one of those wide receivers? Yeah, I I would probably just pick up Drake. Listen, it was a terrible, terrible start, and I kind of I kind of mentioned this earlier. I just don't believe it's actually going to be that bad for the Dolphins all year. And Drake is the best pass catching back on this team. I don't like playing him this week against the Patriots, though he's had some pretty uh, impressive performances against the Patriots in the past. But I do think that he definitely has uh, a lot more upside than Howard does. Yeah, all right. And uh, hopefully Howard's workload will go down a little bit with Sanders getting more. 855-212-4227. Joshua in New Jersey. What's up, man? What, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, Adam. Hey, Heath. Thank you for taking my call. Adam, I agree with you. The weather up here does suck. It's a terrible day. Um, yeah. <laughs> very, very terrible. I have two quick uh, questions. Uh, uh, seven points for a passing touchdown, TPR, Big Ben or Kyler Murray? Oh, uh, I'm going with Ben. Easy there. Okay, thank you. And um, I have Michael Thomas and Sammy Watkins. I lost uh, Tyreek Hill and Mike Williams, so I have to start either Corey Davis or NBS. Uh, that's I. Neither of those receivers are in my top forty, but uh, I feel I feel more confident with MVS this week than I do Corey Davis. I'll I'll start MVS. Joshua, thanks a lot uh, for the phone call. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. You starting Joe Mixon this week, Heath? Probably. He's a low end number two, not ranked as high as he normally would be, just because I do think there's a little bit of concern that A, they limit his workload because of the ankle injury, or B, he reaggravates it. But ankles don't bother me as much as like a hamstring or a calf would. So he's a top 25 running back for me in both formats. I could see a situation where you drafted, say, an Austin Eckler, and you've got another good running back and you don't start him, but I'm probably starting him. Would you start the Patriots running backs over Joel Mixon? I would start James White over Joe Mixon in PPR. I would start Sony Michelle over Joe Mixon in non-PPR. Mm, I just I got to keep asking you about the Patriots running back so I can get the White out of you. I like that James White Spencer in Atlanta. You're on Ion Fantasy Football, Spencer. What's up? Hey guys, can you hear me? I know you had some problems last week. Oh yeah, we got gotcha. you. We're good. All right, great. Uh, I have two questions running back related. First, if you could rank uh, from best to worst, um, Brita, Duke Johnson, Justin Jackson, and Moxeret. And then my next question is, would you go Eckler over Fournette? Okay, I would. Uh, I, I have Eckler and Fournette back-to-back. Uh, I prefer Fournette in non-PPR. I prefer Eckler and PPR. They're both top 10 running backs in both formats for me. So I love both those guys. The four running backs you wanted us to rank, Breida, Duke, Mostert, and who was the other one, Adam? Yeah, I couldn't. that one I Justin couldn't tell. Jackson. Justin, Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson, okay. Okay, so in PPR, Duke is easily my favorite of that group. Uh, Breida would be second. Justin Jackson is right there with him, and then Mostert is behind. And Adam, you are getting soft. 
Why? What I do? It, you're we're, we're doing two questions per yeah, caller. Yeah, I know, I like. know. You, you I, used to never yeah. allow this. I know. Well, I guess I, I we had some issues with Spencer last week, so maybe I felt <laughs> obligated. But but what is it that that everybody has against uh, Matt Breida this week? I mean, I think if it were Tevin Coleman, I'd be very excited about him because, like I said, I don't buy the Bengals defense. This was the basically best fantasy matchup last year in the Bengals. They have very similar personnel. I know they have a new defensive coordinator, new coaching staff. But why does it seem like you, Dave, and Jamie just aren't fully committed to Matt Breida? They, they are still going to use a committee. Um, I I don't have Breida too far from where I had Coleman, at least in terms of non-PPR. I'm uncertain what his role in the passing game will be because Mostert's really better in the passing game than he is in the running game. So my kind of assumption is that we're going to see Breida on early downs, Mostert um, on passing downs, and I'm just not sure about this San Francisco offense right now. Jimmy Garoppolo has not looked good at really at any point during the preseason or week one. Cincinnati's actually favored in this game at home. San Francisco has been on the road for like three weeks now. Yeah, but they're not traveling. Like, I mean, they're, you know, they're, well, hanging they did, out, they're hanging out in Ohio. It's not like they're going across the country back and forth. They did travel, but they're now spending, what, a week and a half in hotels? I don't think that feels great. Have <laughs> you ever done that? I've done that. It's not great. No, it's not. It's terrible. You just you, um, you wish you were home. So I, I'm, I'm just a little bit nervous about the 49ers in this game other than George Kittle. All right. We're going to take our first break here. We're live until midnight Eastern here on CBS Sports Radio. Taking your phone calls. It's 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. When we come back, some more news from around football. What do you do with the Jets, guys? Sam, Ma- uh, Sam Mano? Yeah, man. Well, Sam Mano. Why not? We'll go with that nickname. We'll be back to talk about the Jets and much more after this. We're coming right back with more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. And now back to Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Getting you ready for Fantasy Week 2. Helping to get those lineups set and Taking a look at some players that are trending right now, and one guy I want to talk about, Heath, is Tyrell Williams. He is owned just about everywhere, currently being started in 75% of leagues, and of course that could change as people finalize their lineups on Sunday. But how does Tyrell Williams not have a big game? I mean, if you have a question mark at wide receiver and you also own Tyrell Williams, just throw him in there, right? I don't. I, I reject the premise of the question because if you own Tyrell Williams, you don't have a question mark <laughs> at wide receiver. He is a top 20 wide receiver for me in both formats. He has it all. Great matchup, good volume, and a career of great efficiency. I loved what I saw from him in week one, and he should be absolutely awesome against the Chiefs. One of my core players in DFS this week. Yep, yep. That's why I'm going to win a million dollars. I'm going to give you some starters. Sit here. Drew Brees at the Rams. I will be sitting Drew Brees. It was not really a very impressive performance in a season opener. 43 passes and not enough fantasy production for that type of volume. And generally speaking, when we see the Saints go outdoors, they do not throw the ball much. His one kind of saving grace last year on the road were those quarterback sneaks. I don't want to count on that. So he is outside of my top 15 quarterbacks. I would start Derek Carr over him. How about that? Matthew Stafford against the Chargers. 
I th- this was one of those things where I did not see enough in week one to feel like my opinion on Matthew Stafford really changed all that much. So he was uh, nowhere close to start ter- territory for me at the beginning of the year, and he is not this week. How about on Johnson in that game? Kind of in the same range for me as Joe Mixon for different reasons. You don't have the same injury concern, but I I do... I worry a little bit about the volume. I think he has a decent chance of getting into the end zone this week, though. He's a low-end number two. I, I You put him there with those Patriots receivers and I, or running backs, and I would say the same thing. Start James White over him in Quite, PPR. Yes. Start Sony Michelle over him in non, but he's top 25. All right, perfect. I'll give you just a couple of wide receivers. Marquise Brown and Larry Fitzgerald, same game. What do you think? I'm starting Larry Fitzgerald, especially in PPR. I loved his volume in the offense you know there was some talk when he re-signed with the cardinals that he, they were like re-signing him as the most expensive wide receivers coach ever uh, he was heavily involved in that offense and what i loved about it was he was targeted more downfield of 14 yards per reception that game i believe so there's a little bit of cornerback problems uh with baltimore they're banged up there i'm starting larry Brown fits into that group with a lot of the rookie wide receivers where I definitely wanted to add him and have him on my roster. He only ran eight routes in week one, only played 14 snaps. I'm not ready to start that yet. All right, Heath, we're going to get to the calls at 855-212-4227. Let's just do the notes real quick here. Antonio Brown and Joe Mixon we talked about in our first segment. Brown's kind of risky. Mixon is like a number two running back, not the same safe must start that you'd ordinarily think about with Mixon. Le'Veon Bell's going to play, but Sam Darnold is not. He has mono. Would you start a Jets wide receiver? I would rather not, but in PPR, if you start three wide receivers, Jamison Crowder will probably be okay. Did you see Gardner Minshew come off the airplane? I, I start him. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he's got swag. No doubt. He's got a big, fun mustache. He's got the shirt open and the chest hair flowing. Did, did it remind you a little bit of the uh, afternoon that you spent with me in the oh, podcast yeah. room? Uh, okay, it looked exactly good. like you in the podcast room during our telethon. Uh, I, you know, I got more questions maybe about D.D. Westbrook than just about anybody else. He's at Houston this week with Minshew coming off a great performance in his NFL debut. This will be his first start. It's on the road. Uh, how do you feel about D.D.? Pretty much starting him. I actually like him a little bit more than Tyrell Williams in PPR. He's more questionable in non-PPR, but he led this team in targets once Minshew took over at quarterback. Uh, Marquise Lee, not going to be active in this game, so still really just three wide receivers. I anticipate Westbrook being a solid number two wide receiver that you like more in PPR than none. All right, Mark Andrews should play. Trey Burton is questionable, and Jordan Reed is out. Vernon Davis against Dallas. Starter sit. 12 times in the last two years, he's seen at least four targets. Ten of those games, he scored at least nine and a half fantasy points. If you need a tight end, go get Vernon Davis. All right, not bad, not bad. All right, that's uh, that's going to wrap up the news here. Let's go to the phones. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Andrew in Minnesota. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Hey, guys. Just had a question. Um, obviously, you guys just went over and said Tyrell Williams is a must-start. Uh, so I need a wide receiver and a flex and a half-point PPR. Kenny Galladay, Antonio Brown, Mike Williams if he plays, Duke Johnson, um, or I was thinking Geo if Mixon doesn't play, but it sounds like you guys are thinking Mixon will play. 
So it sounds like we've got Galladay, Antonio Brown. I don't right now anticipate Mike Williams playing, and he wouldn't really be in this discussion for me anyway. And Duke Johnson, I'm starting Galladay and Duke Johnson. All right, thank Andrew, you. thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it. 855-212-4227. Ernest in Texas. Ernest, what's up? Good evening, Adam. Good evening, Keith. Good evening, Ernest. Uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. Dignified, uh, yes. <laughs> I was going to do the sigh, but I was like, oh, I'll get Do it. it. Come on. <laughs> Give us an earnest sigh. <sighs> and pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. So I uh, got a question. Uh, just need one. Uh, trying to decide a uh, half point PPR. Uh, my players are uh, Allen Robinson, Devin Singletary, or John Brown. Just need one of those guys. It's going to come down to the wide receivers for me. I, I would uh, with Singletary. I'm I'm encouraged by his production last week, but I again kind of like Marquise Brown. I want to see him touch the ball a little bit more before I actually start him. Um, I, I like Robinson and Brown quite a bit, but I'll start Robinson over Brown this week. Let's go to Caleb in Pennsylvania. Caleb, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey guys, I also have a Mike Williams related question. Um, I have him at this point at wide receiver, but I guess he's probably not going to play. So other than him, uh, he would be in the discussion right now. But other than him, I need two out of four, uh, half PPR, Christian Kirk, Miles Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders, and Michael Gallup. Um, so who do I start? Two out of four of those guys and Mike Williams in the discussion if he plays. But I want to hear what you guys think. Boy, you have three wide receivers that I have ranked within like a point and a half or projected within a point and a half of each other. I, I'm probably going to go with Emmanuel Sanders, and and I think I'd go with Christian Kirk. I was actually very t- impressed or, or excited about the number of targets Kirk got in that offense. It didn't translate into production, but again, we talked about it. Baltimore's got a good defense. They're banged up at corner, and I think there'll be plenty of garbage time in that game. I'm, I'm going to go with Sanders and Kirk, but Gallup's right there with Kirk. So if you feel more comfortable with that, I'm fine with it. 855-212-4227. We've got Jeff in Pittsburgh. Jeff, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Yes, guys. You probably already answered my question, but I have Patrick Mahomes or Drew Brees um, on my team. And I was thinking Mahomes might have a down day because of uh, the wide receiver being out. Any well, thoughts? Well, I don't have Mahomes ranked as my number one quarterback, so I guess that would be a down day for him. But I do have him about uh, 10 spots ahead of Drew Brees in the rankings, so I would start Mahomes. But, you know, I do share long-term kind of, I wouldn't say concerns, but I think without Tyreek Hill, I'm not sure that Mahomes is going to be the guy that people drafted him to be. I mean, I still think he's a must-start. But I know he did it last week, and I know he did it at Jacksonville. This week he's going to tear up the Raiders. Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to just take it for granted that they're not going to miss a beat without Tyreek Hill. I I think they're going to miss a beat or two, Heath. You know, it's interesting because I I like right now I'm project. I'm guessing we're going to not see Tyreek Hill until maybe they face the Packers on October 27th, and so they've got the Ravens next week. It might be a rough game for Mahomes. Then they get the Lions, the Colts, the Texans. I'm not really worried about any of them. The Broncos, is their defense actually any good? I I I don't necessarily disagree that over the next five weeks he may not be four points better than any other quarterback mm-hmm. on a per game basis. Right. But I still expect him to be top three. Yeah, and listen, if you own Drew Brees, you just need to know what Heath said earlier. He's just not as good on the road. And the Rams defense, since their bye week last week, or last season, since their bye week, it was like week 10-ish. It was right after that Chiefs game. 
The Rams have been excellent against quarterbacks. Really, really good. Uh, so I'm just I'm nervous about Drew Brees this week. And now back to Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Saturday night. Welcome back, everybody. Talking fantasy football here. I am Adam Azer with Heath Cummings. Heath, you ever see Eight Mile? No. Yeah, me either. Shocking. I, I did watch a uh, I did watch a movie last night. Book Smart. You see Book Smart? No. Yeah, it's not good. It was a real waste of a Friday night. Did not like that movie. So uh, you know that anyone that listens to our podcast and is also listening to the radio show now thinks that Booksmart is a good movie. It's just not. Like, because I, you, you I, have I have good movie taste. I really do. You have really. Like, what? you told me to stop watching Homeland like three times now. And I just finished <laughs> season three and it's still very good. I, yeah, no, season two was good. I really like season three. Season four is when it gets bad, Heath. Stop watching Homeland. Trust I've heard, me. I've heard I, that after every season. Did I tell you to stop? Did I tell you to watch Stranger Things? Yes. Did you do it? And how great is Stranger Things? Fantastic. Yeah. So tr- just just trust me on this one. Book smart, not so good. The number is 855-212-4227. You are taking fantasy advice from two people who share a team. And we, current, and we cannot make moves on Sunday. And there's only an hour and a half left on Saturday. And we currently are starting Hunter Henry at tight end and the Seahawks DST. So go make some moves, Ian. Pick up some I, I've already put in claims oh, okay, for good, tight good. ends. The thing I love about that is we share a team, but we both make roster moves without consulting the other person. Yeah. So it's like I, every time I log in, it's kind of just exciting to see who's on our team now. Uh, yeah, see, it's, it's a fun aspect of it. Uh, speaking of exciting, football. Week two of the NFL on CBS begins with an AFC East showdown between the Pats and the Dolphins. The Dolphins play the Patriots tough in Miami. Then travel west to watch Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs battle the Raiders in Oakland. It all begins with the NFL today on CBS. And, you know, you talked about things earlier, you know, that we weren't necessarily buying from week one. I'm pretty interested in the Raiders offense. Look, I know without Antonio Brown, the ceiling is so much lower, but they really look very good in week one against the Broncos, and maybe Gruden's onto something here. I mean, it was an impressive performance. I love Josh Jacobs this week. So I'm, I'm interested in that game, Heath. Uh, you know, a lot, lot of points. Bonanza. I Well, I hate that you said that word. But, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's, it's interesting that the most interesting thing of all is that Derek Carr was actually looking down the field, and he was given enough time to throw down the field. Now, I don't know how much of that was just how – Fully, wholly unprepared, the Broncos' defense looked. I almost kind of wonder if it's a Vic Fangio thing, and he's obviously very good, but we feel the same way about Bruce Arians as an offensive mind, and we saw in Tampa Bay's first game under Arians, it, they didn't quite look like they knew everything that was going on with the scheme. That's kind of what I felt with the defense against the Raiders. All right, well... For more of that insight, let's get to your phone calls. 855-212-4227. Nothing but your calls for the rest of the hour. So we're going to go pretty quickly here and see if we can get to 15 to 20. Adam in Wisconsin. Adam, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Awesome. Good. Glad to hear. Great. Thank you. Uh, I got a couple quick questions. One uh, for tight end. Jimmy Graham, Zach Ertz, or uh, Wallace? Zach Ertz. <laughs> yes, Ertz. What's your uh, second you know, I question? Part, I should have asked part two because I was going to ask Keith to give me a heavy sigh with his answer. If I 
<laughs> yeah, you got a different type of, like, I don't know what. He was like, yes, Ertz. He was disgusted with your question. I wasn't disgusted with your question. I, I, I understand that he was a little bit frustrating, but I'm not, like, Jimmy Graham, for me, is not a top 12 tight end this week. Uh, Ertz is still top four, so I'm starting him. 855-212-4227, and here it is, laying down the ground rules. One call, one question per caller. Don in Florida. Don, what's up? Hey, guys. I need uh, one running back and two flex here. Uh, Derek Henry, Joe Mixon, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, and Antonio Brown. It's full PPR. That is a very good way to get, just ask one question but still ask a bunch of, about a bunch of players. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. We're needing a running back and a flex. Is that correct? A running back and two flex. Okay, so I'm going to start Henry. I'm going to start Mixon, and I'm going to start Cup. Thank you, Don. Way to break the rules there. Paul in Louisiana. Paul, go. Hey, Adam, how was your dinner with your with the family this weekend? Uh, it was good. We cooked. Oh, here's a good story for you. Um, we cooked last night. We made stromboli, and we were supposed to drizzle. This is a terrible like don't you know, lower your expectations. You're just gonna roll your eyes at me. We're supposed to drizzle the stromboli with honey, and so we did. And then this morning, Heath and Paul, I noticed there was some honey on the counter, and I didn't don't notice it last night when I made the stromboli. And I said, oh, to my wife, I said, oh, I uh, I spilled some honey on the counter. Is that a honey boo boo? <laughs> and she just hated it. She like rolled it. She was like mad at me for making such a bad joke. So I told all my friends, and they loved it. So I guess me, my friends are just weird. He, what do you think about that joke? Was that a good joke? Uh, the, I'm just stumped by the end part where you said you had friends. <laughs> yes, not that many of us would find that funny, but everybody who did is my friend. Paul, what's your what's your That's fantasy awesome. question? Um, PPR, pick a quarterback from. Uh, let's see. Um, Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Garrett, uh, what is it, Goff or Phillip Rivers, PPR. I will go with Jared Goff. I'm not sure that he's going to catch any passes, but I do think he'll throw for the most yards and touchdowns. Paul, let, let me ask you a question before I let you go, because you are going to be one of the many callers that do this throughout the season. When you have a quarterback question, why do you tell us it's PPR? We always get a kick out of that. Um, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just do. I, you know, a lot of people do. Thanks, man. Thank you for letting me uh, tell my honey boo-boo story. Have yourself awesome. a great night. Okay, brother. Thank you. All right. I think I'm funny. Dean in Connecticut at 855-212-4227. Dean, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, Adam. Congratulations on your retirement. Thank man. you. Thank you. It's a long time coming. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think Jamie will probably take over, but I think you got to give Keith a, uh, Heath a shot. Keith, no, Heath is out. Keith is in. He's hosting the show. Yes. Great, yeah. great. Hey, uh, a guy from work says I got fleeced, but I don't see it that 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 way. Uh, I lost. I had Hunter uh, Henry there on the uh, the Chargers. Right, I lost my tight end. I want you guys to grade this trade. I think it's great. <laughs> I drafted Lashawn McCoy super late. I have uh, Connor and Chubb and. James White and and uh, the, the guy in Houston, Duke Johnson. So I don't even use McCoy. So I gave him McCoy and uh, Fuller, and I got back Evan Ingram and uh, Marquise Goodwin. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. 
Yeah, I did. You definitely did not get fleeced. I was getting worried the more time you spent explaining your situation to <laughs> us that it was going to be a really terrible trade because generally the more people set that up with ex explainer. But no, I think that's absolutely a good trade. I'd rather have Fuller than Goodwin, but I'm not sure if everybody's healthy in Houston, there will be much difference between the two of them. So, I, yeah, I'd much rather have Ingram than McCoy. Good yeah. trade. I'm giving, uh, a, giving it a B plus. A minus. All right, perfect. All right, so now we really are going to go fast here so we can get as many as we can before the end of our first hour. But we're live until midnight Eastern. we got another hour coming up, 855-212-4227. Let's just get questions and answers. Brad in Ontario, go. I need to flex uh, Adrian Peterson, Tyrell Williams, or Ted Ginn. Uh, call Tyrell. Go with Tyrell. Absolutely. There you go. Paul in Brooklyn. Paul, uh, there you go. Go. What's up, guys? Real quick, Baker or Brady? I'm going with Brady. There are only two quarterbacks I have projected to score more points than him this week. And they are? Cam, Cam Newton. <laughs> and Deshaun Watson. 855-212-4227. I honestly had forgotten about that. I was trying no, to. No, it's okay. okay. It's okay. I'm glad you I'm glad you got that in. Hey, look, I'm the one who's starting him. Uh, Joseph in Ohio. In fact, I think I'm starting him against you in one of our leagues. Joseph, go. Um, I have Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones and... Um... LaShawn uh, McCoy and a 16-team PPR. I'm thinking about benching Aaron Jones and either going with Randall Cobb or Corey Davis. You think that would be a good move? I do not think that would be a good move. I, I don't necessarily love Jones in PPR, but I still have him projected to score 11.5 PPR fantasy points. That might be as much as Randall Cobb and Corey Davis combined. We got Paul in Virginia at 855-212-4227. Hope you are a Virginia Cavaliers fan, Paul. Uh, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. I am not a Cavaliers fan. I'm a, unfortunately a Hokies fan. Oh, but anyways, yeah. my fantasy question is I got a tight end and a flex. I got Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson, John Brown, Devin Singletary, and Mike Williams in there. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm starting Waller over Hawkinson at tight end, and I pretty much always am going to start the receiver or running back over the tight end. Uh, so I would start John Brown over Hawkinson. All right, Paul, thanks for your question. We got Hunter in Oklahoma City. Hunter, go. Hey, guys, how's it going? I uh, got one tight end, half PPR, Delaney Walker or Darren Waller. Wow, this I is so tough. Oh, it's extremely difficult. This, these are both top six tight ends for me this week. I actually have Waller ahead of Walker, though. Yeah, I, that's the way I would lean, too. I feel, I feel good about Waller. I, it just, I love the matchup. 855-212-4227. Jay in New Jersey. Jay, uh, go. Hey, what's good, guys? I need uh, one flex in a PPR league. Um, I can start James White, LaShawn McCoy, Chris Thompson, or uh, Darren Waller. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I actually have Chris Thompson ranked the highest in PPR. I, I expect that by the time they get to the second half, they'll be down two scores, and he will uh, get some targets and have another good day in PPR. John in Virginia. John, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, thanks for taking my question. Uh, this is a question I thought I'd never ask. Uh, quarterback Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> uh, how many points are touchdowns worth in your league? Six points for a passing touchdown. Six points for a passing touchdown. I'm still going to go with Aaron Rodgers. If it was four, I would actually go with Allen. It's close enough that you shouldn't uh, – I, I understand why you're questioning it, 
but uh, I'll go Rodgers. You know, I got the. I'm pretty sure I got the same question on HQ yesterday, and I answered it the same exact way. Allen in four, Rodgers in six. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Chad in Texas. Chad, go. Hey guys, uh, I'm looking for a number two running back, and my choice is between David Mo- Montgomery or Carryon Johnson. And it's a full point PPR league. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Carryon Johnson. I will put David Montgomery in that same group with. Devin Singletary with Miles Sanders with Ronald Jones from Thursday night, guys that we think are definitely the most talented in their backfield, but the coach hasn't made that decision yet. And we saw on Thursday night with Jones the danger in us deciding it's time for that to happen. Like Ronald Jones was awesome in the second half of their week one game. It certainly looked like there's no reason to think they'll do anything other than give him a bigger part of the of the workload. And it just didn't happen. So until it happens for these young running backs, I'm probably going to leave him on the bench. 855-212-4227. This might be our last call of the hour. Let's see. Jeff in Chicago. Jeff, go. Hey, I, got, I love you guys. I listen to you guys all the time on the podcast. Thank um, you. I got half point PPR. Uh, please rank these guys uh, from worst to best, or best to worst, whatever. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, Josh Jacobs, Josh Gordon, Antonio Brown. I will go Jacobs, Gordon, McCoy, Brown. Beautiful. Jeff, thank you. They're playing us off, but don't worry. We've got another hour coming up. Greg, Mike, John, Trevor, you hang on. We will get to your calls in hour number two. The number is 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. When we begin hour number two, we're going to go through some of the big news. I'm also going to throw games at Heath. Say, hey, tell me who you like in this game. I don't know that we've ever done that. An eye on fantasy football, a new segment. When we come back, so stick around. Hour number two is coming right up here on CBS Sports Radio. And now back to Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio presents Eye on Fantasy Football. Deshaun firing downfield. He's got a man. Stills. Touchdown, Houston. Jackson wants to throw. Looking for Hollywood Brown. He's got him. Dolphins 30. Leg race 20. And he's going to score. Hollywood Brown. His second touchdown. 58-yard attempt for the win. Snap. Placement. Lux leans into it. Lux has got the distance. Oh, he's got it. Will Lux is the hero. A personal best 58-yard field goal. And the Saints walk off with a victory. Brady backs up, stands in. He's going to throw a long ball to a wide open door. Set. He's going to hit him in stride to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Patriots! Shotgun snap. Murray rolls to the right, throws near side to Fitz. Caught, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown! And off to Eckler. Up the field. Eckler into the end zone. Touchdown! Chargers win! Chargers win! Here are your hosts, Adam Azer and Heath Cummings. Welcome to hour number two of Ion Fantasy Football. What's going on, everybody? We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Hope you're ready to go 2-0 or, you know, 1-1 if you started off with a bad week. I started out this fantasy week by dropping Greg Olson for Jordan Reed. So I thought, oh, Olson might not play. Reed looks like he's going to play. Well, Heath, that was not a very good decision, was it? Uh, Greg Olson played and played very well, Mm -hmm. and Jordan Reed is not going to play. 
Correct. So you were wrong on both counts. <laughs> Absolutely. But I've got an hour to make up for it by giving out good fantasy advice. Mostly it's going to be Heath giving out good fantasy advice. The number is 855-212-4227. And I started out the show at 10 o'clock Eastern by saying there's a football player that's owned in less than 60% of CBS Sports Leagues that you need to get right now. You need to stash him. And his name is Dante Pettis. At one point in hour number one, I mentioned that Heath and I are sharing a team, and we are currently starting the Seahawks DST, which we don't want to start. And was it Jordan Reed? No, it was Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. We need a tight end. So I went and looked at the transactions that that Heath put in, you know, the the waiver claims, the fab bids, actually. And who is he dropping to get a new tight end? He's dropping Dante Pettis. So that really felt like a stab in the back, Heath. Well, here's the thing. That was not actually my first choice for who to drop. And this my I did put these transactions in before I heard your great call. I was ready to drop Tony Pollard, but I you're a much bigger I fan am a big handcuff guy of yeah. the handcuff than I am. I'm not quite ready to drop Robbie That's Anderson. That's the guy. Yet. We should drop Robbie Anderson instead of Dante Pettis. I do not like Dante Pettis, we're hoping can become Robbie Anderson. Robbie and no, he's better than Robbie Anderson if he if he hits. Robbie Anderson is in trouble. Robbie Anderson's already given us a top 15 season. He's in mono trouble. His quarterback is mono. He's Travis Simeon. I know. Mono's not going to last forever. He's going to miss the entire semester. Anyone in college who had mono missed the entire semester. I had mono in high school. And you missed the semester? No, I missed like two weeks. You're a tough guy, Heath. Apparently. You're a faker. You did not have mono. I 100%— it was the greatest thing ever because there was only one other person in the school that had mono, and it was a very popular, yes. very attractive yes. <laughs> girl that was a year older than I was that I had journalism class with. And uh, there were some rumors that circulated that were not even kind of true because <laughs> of the fact we both had mono, but it, it, it really helped out my popularity. By the way, having worked with you for a few years, I can tell that you did miss two weeks of journalism class back in two crucial weeks. For sure. (laughs) Outstanding. All right, 855-212-4227. Before we get to your phone calls, I'm going to just throw a game out at Heath, a few of them, and just give me some quick fantasy takes on starts and sits and whatnot. Packers hosting the Vikings. A little bit scared of this game. This is one of the the games we've seen the total go down. On the Vikings side, Dalvin Cook, obviously a must-start. I'm starting Adam Thielen as well. I understand if you're still starting Stephon Diggs. I listen. I don't think we're going to see Kirk Cousins throw ten touchdown or ten passes again in a game this year. I'm not sure he throws thirty though in this one. So I'm a little worried about the receivers. Devontae Adams is the only must start on the Packers, and I do have him outside of my top ten wide receivers again this week. Things should get better after this week. You're probably starting Rodgers. And Aaron Jones is better served as a flex, but I'm like okay with it in non-PPR. Tennessee, Indianapolis. Another? Are, did you just choose the like the grossest defensive yeah. battles <laughs> on the slate? I I'm starting the running backs for sure in non-PPR, and probably Henry in both. I'm starting T.Y. Hilton. Jacoby Brissett is not someone you should start, but if you are streaming quarterback, he is the guy that you should add and hold on to because his three-game stretch after this week, I don't remember what order it's in, but he gets the Falcons, he gets the Chiefs, and he gets the Raiders over a three-week stretch. He's going to be awesome. Start Delaney Walker, no chance on Eric Ebron. 
All right, last one. Sunday night, Philadelphia at Atlanta. Hey, we got a little bit of offense. There you go. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about this game. It, I'll be interested to see if Devontae Freeman can get anything going at all because he looked pretty terrible in their week, week one game against Minnesota, and Philadelphia does have a very good run defense. I kind of feel the same about him. I do Aaron Jones, though I'd rather start Freeman. I'm starting Matt Ryan. I'm starting Julio Jones. Ridley's a good number three or low-end number two wide receiver. Don't really want any parts of the Eagles running backs in this game. You start Wentz, you start Ertz. Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey, both number threes, but um, I'd rather not. Would you rather start Calvin Ridley or Chris Thompson? In PPR, PPR. I would. Yeah, I'd rather start Chris Thompson. Okay. Yeah, Chris Thompson is definitely sneaky. I don't even know if he's sneaky. It's just a good start. He's going to have more than five catches. I feel I feel pretty good about that. All right, to the phones, 855-212-4227. Greg in Milwaukee. Greg, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, Adam. Hey, Heath. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing very well. Thank you. Hey, first of all, I just want to say I'm an idiot. Second of all, um, I'm an idiot because I drafted Melvin Gordon in, like, the fourth round. And I know that's my bad. It's a half PPR league. I've got Delvin Cook. I've got Kerryon Johnson and some of my other running backs. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes is my quarterback, but I just – I just don't know what to do with Melvin Gordon. Help me, please. I'm just holding, and I'm actually feeling a little bit more encouraged. If I own Melvin Gordon on a league, I'm hoping I can get to week eight at four and four. And if you do, I think you've got a really good shot of running the table from there because if you drafted Melvin Gordon in the fourth round, he may be worth a first-round pick in the second half of the season. Let's go to Mike in Grand Rapids. Mike, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, fellas. Uh, got a non-PPR league. I need to pick two running backs. I've got Zeke, Gurley, and Carson. Damn, man, I hate these questions. Like, am I really going to have to sit Todd Gurley or something? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to sit Todd Gurley. I've got uh, Carson actually projected to be the best of these three Zeke right behind him and then Gurley behind him so uh, <laughs> I mean you got three of my top 12 running backs in non-PPR you should feel very happy but uh, I'd feel nervous with Gurley on my bench Zeke is going to score a touchdown because you know that he's just going to score a touchdown but Gurley to me and I would start Carson over Gurley I do feel like Gurley is a good DFS play this is a little bit cheap and I, after Malcolm Brown got two rushing touchdowns last week I, I just feel like they owe it to Gurley like he's going to get in the end zone. It, it almost makes me scared of Jared Goff. Like I just feel like they owe it to Todd Gurley. He needs a good game to, to flip the uh, the script, basically, the narrative a little bit. Ugh, John in Cleveland. John, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. How are we doing this evening? I got a, a pizza. I need one, and I'm in a lot of trouble. So I got Jalen Bernard, Chris Thompson, David Montgomery. Yeah, you're not, you're not in trouble. You got Chris Thompson. He's a top 20 running back for me in PPR this week. Start Chris Thompson. 855-212-4227. Trevor in Illinois. Trevor, what's up? Hey, guys. First time caller. Whoa, welcome. Hey, let's get some music for him, like so, you know, like a celebration music. See, well, Trevor, drag out your question a little bit to see if we can find time to get some fun music for our first time caller. What's up? <laughs> All right. Well, like you guys, I've got to get a replacement for Hunter Henry. I know who I'm getting, but i got to figure out who I'm dropping. I'm looking at Tevin Coleman. 
Curtis Samuel, Michael Gallup, or possibly Dak backing up Deshaun Watson? Oh, Adam, are we going to argue? Do not, do not yeah. say it. Don't even say it. It's Dak Prescott. It's not Dak Prescott. It's, it's definitely Prescott. not Dak Prescott. Yeah, it's, I, I, I need to clarify. It's a one-quarterback league, right? One-quarterback, 12-team PPR. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm dropping Dak. I, I think I'd drop Henry. What do you think, Heath? Is that out of the question for you? I would – well, let's, let's clarify. Who are you getting? You said you know who you're getting. Who are you getting? At least for this week, it's looking like Vernon Davis. If this is a long-term thing that I can't get a trade, then uh, possibly Kyle Rudolph, maybe Chris Herndon if it goes that long. Yeah, I don't want to drop Hunter Henry um, because you don't have another good option at tight end for the long term. I'm hoping Henry comes back, and then you can celebrate there with him go. on your Welcome roster. Welcome to the show, Trevor. First-time caller. All right, you know what? Look, I would probably drop I – think, I think if I owned Deshaun Watson, I would be okay dropping Dak Prescott. And thank you for the call. It, it, you know, because I, I feel so much better about Deshaun Watson than I do about Cam Newton. We've argued about owning Dak if you own Cam Newton. So I'm fine with that. Watson is one of the few quarterbacks where I think it's fine to drop a, a number two quarterback who I has a chance, it seems, to be really good this year. That's the thing. I want to keep Dak away from my opponents. I don't know how I feel, if I feel that way about Michael Gallup yet. But you know what, Heath? I'll give this one to you. Heath wins. Celebrate. Chris in Louisville. Chris, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you so much. Uh, love the show. Love the show. I'll be quick. Uh, I've got uh, PPR, two flexes open, uh, looking at Gallup, uh, Kirk, Ross, and uh, Waller. Uh, who is this? Uh, Gallup, who? Kirk. Kirk. Yes. So th- this is, uh, like, I of the receivers, I know that I've got Gallup and Kirk basically back-to-back and well ahead of John Ross. So let's just okay. see. I've got the. I have. I don't compare wide receivers to tight ends often. So I'll just take a look. I've got Gallup and Kirk, both projected for about twelve point five PPR points. Waller's at thirteen point three. So let's sit Michael Gallup. All right, Heath. Did you see what? Did you see what Pitt did today at Penn State? Uh, no, I did not. I mean, they got fourth and one. Fourth and goal from the one with about five minutes left. They're down by a touchdown. They kicked a field goal, and they hmm. missed, hmm. and they lost. Hmm. I mean, this is one of the worst decisions I can remember seeing. And that's that's almost as bad as having fourth and one from the three and having Cam Newton as your quarterback <laughs> and not running a quarterback sneak. Yeah, I, I yes, it's worse. It's worse. I just in, inexcusable because at least they had Christian McCaffrey. You know, like. Come on, man. Like, that was just ridiculous. Own up to it, Pat Narduzzi. Awful. So that was bad, but the rest of our show is going to be great. And our producer, Ryan Hickey, is a Penn State fan, so now I got him fired up, which means we're going to have an even better show. Two more segments left. Your phone calls, 855-212-4227. We'll be right back on Ion Fantasy Football. We're coming right back with more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. And now back to Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Adam Azer and Heath Cummings back here on Eye on Fantasy Football. We got plenty of your questions to answer, and we're live until midnight Eastern here on CBS Sports Radio. I'll give out the phone number 
in just a second. Heath, you ready for a, a couple more games to break down real quick? Absolutely. Do you want to pick them? No, no, I, you did such a good job in the first lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, because I'm running this show. All right, this one's interesting. Seattle at Pittsburgh. I expect this to be a get-right game for the Steelers' offense. Uh, Seattle just allowed Andy Dalton to throw for 418 yards. I'm not sure Ben gets there, but he may get to 300. I'm start. You start the big three. I'm a little bit worried about Vance McDonald. He just wasn't even used in this game at all until the final drive. So I'd like to avoid him and try, kind of trying to stay away from Dante Moncrief as well. On the Seattle side of things, the only hope I really have for Russell Wilson is that Ben throws for 400 yards and actually throws for touchdowns. Um, starting Lockett and Carson, Metcalf falls into that Marquise Brown territory for me where I just really like to see it. Let's do Cleveland at the Jets. This was kind of looking like maybe an interesting game with as bad as the Browns were in week one, but I, I don't believe that anymore after Sam Darnold came down with mono. Uh, Cleveland should roll. Nick Chubb should be a top six or seven running back. You start Beckham. I don't love Mayfield because when they didn't have to pass last year, they didn't pass a ton. He's a fine start over someone like Breeze, but I would rather start Derek Carr. Uh, and Le'Veon Bell's really the only Jet I'm considering. I'm I'm starting him. I do feel like people are jumping off the Baker Mayfield train a little bit early. He had a bad game. He did. He had a terrible game. And he didn't look great in the preseason, but whatever. He didn't have Beckham, really. I don't even know if Landry played in the preseason. But, like, this should be a pretty good matchup for him against the Jets. I, I get what you're saying. You know, it should be a Chubb game, and certainly no Quinn and Williams, no C.J. Mosley for the Jets, but... Just overall, I get a sense that maybe Baker Mayfield, if you believed in him preseason, I don't have any Mayfield. I didn't want him. But if you did believe in him, you valued him as a top five or six quarterback, I think now's a good time to buy. Yeah, I, I think that's true. It's going to be interesting. We didn't really talk about or put much stock into the idea of like how little experience Freddie Kitchens actually has in any sort of leadership role at all. And week one didn't look great. So it'll be interesting moving forward. Any trade candidates you want to talk about before we get to the calls? Um, I am, well, like one of the ones I was really interested in buying low on was Nick Chubb. I don't know that you still have time to do that, but if you could get him for anything other than like a top seven running back, I would be very happy to do it. I'd, I'd be trying to see if I could buy low on Todd Gurley. I don't really think he's going to lose all of those touchdowns. Um I love David Montgomery as a buy low, but not an immediate one. It's not right. one you, you buy low and you start immediately. But by week four or five, I think it's going to be his show. I, I think you might want to wait. And maybe he'll have a good game and it'll be ruined. But I, I would probably, if I was thinking about doing that, maybe wait one more week because I could see someone that believed in David Montgomery before the season being okay with the week one being that way. If it's two weeks, they might start to get nervous. And I think George Kittle is just going to be amazing. So... You know, he if people don't know, he had two touchdowns called back in week one. He's still the elite tight end we thought he was. If you can get him for anything less than that price, I love getting George Kittle. Okay, to the phones, 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Todd in Washington, D.C. What's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Uh, 
First of all, mono usually lasts about one to two months. I don't know if there's some super strain out there that I've never heard of, but anyhow. He's, he he's did not have mono for two weeks. Like he's just, I, did, I had mono for two lying. weeks. You had a cold. Yeah, Jeez. not a semester, though. Yeah, I got ridiculous. <laughs> I, I was just bored. Okay. Hey, uh, quick question. Drop Hunter Henry outright because I have Waller, number two, uh, Leonard, or I'll go Eckler over Fournette in PPR, and I am far more okay with dropping Hunter Henry if I have Waller than I was the prior situation. Let's go to Matt in Minnesota. Matt, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Full point PPR, would you start Devontae Adams over Edelman, Woods, Tyrell Williams, or D.D. Westbrook? I would start Devontae Adams over Edelman and Tyro Williams. Yeah, I'm really? starting Devontae Adams. Okay. It doesn't seem like you think Edelman is amazing. Although you did say he's a high in number two, right? I've got yeah, I've got him fifteenth in PPR. I've got Devontae Adams thirteenth though. Okay. Like I I don't I don't think he's amazing. Like just because I could see Josh Gordon having the big day on one or two catches. I really have a hard time believing they're going to throw 40-plus passes. And so oh, yeah. with Gordon, White, Edelman, Burkhead, all those guys getting a little piece of the pie, Edelman maybe only has eight or nine targets, and he's not efficient enough as a wide receiver to be, like, top ten based on that. 855-212-4227. Allen in Illinois. Allen, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. What's up? Hey, what's going on? So... I draft. I had the number one overall pick. I drafted Barkley with my first pick, and then my second and back to back, I had um, Derrick Henry along with Patrick Mahomes. All right, and so here's what I got. I got a trade offer from the number one team, and I need to know what are my better options. Should I trade straight up Deshaun Watson as my backup quarterback for Christian McCaffrey straight up? Should I draft Kyler Murray for an injured Tyreek Hill? Should I offer Deshaun Watson for Josh Jacobs and an injured Tyreek Hill? Or can I offer Saquon Barkley and Derrick Henry in exchange for Christian McCaffrey? Because I got I got Barkley. And I got Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson is my. Did, hold on, Alan. Did you say you could give up Deshaun Watson for McCaffrey? Yeah, straight. That's okay, I, I do offered, it. Do that. I offered him that. I offered him that. I need him to respond to that. Uh, he's gonna say no to that. Yeah. Well, if he doesn't, then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna offer straight up Kyler Murray, and um, I'm gonna offer um, Sa- I'm gonna offer Saquon Barkley. No. Derek Hen- and Derek and Derek Henry. For Christian McCaffrey. Why would you do that? Why would you give up Barkley for McCaffrey, first of all? And why would you give up Barkley and Henry for McCaffrey? You, you drafted first and you took Mahomes. Saquon Barkley for a reason. I have Patrick Mahomes. So if I, if I give up for McCaffrey, I'll give up. I, I want McCaffrey. In exchange for McCaffrey, I'm going to give up Derek Henry. Uh-huh. And I'm also going to give up... Um, Barkley Mike and Mike Evans. Okay, okay, listen. Wait, hold on. Oh, okay, yeah, listen, Alan, don't don't if you want Christian McCaffrey, you can give up anyone on your team other than Saquon Barkley. 
No, uh, no, no. I'm giving up Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Okay. All right. So, yes, give up Derrick Henry. Uh, yes. And Mike Evans. And Mike okay, Evans. Heath, would you give up Henry and Evans for yes. Christian McCaffrey? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, yes. Henry, two we— for one. This is two for one. Yes, perfect. You give up Henry and Evans, you get Christian McCaffrey. Good luck, Alan. My brain is spinning. 855-212-4227. Heath, he said Saquon, right? <sighs> exactly. William in Tulsa. William, that was the be- that was one of the better Heath sides we've ever had. What's up, Will? William. How's it going, guys? Sorry. I uh, wanted to say real quick, the uh, my buddy and I, we co-manage a team together just like you and Heath, and uh, it's one of the funnest leagues. I'd recommend it for anybody trying to get in a new league with somebody together, co-managing a team with us. It could be anyway. fun, yeah. Anyway, we have a uh, trade offer. I wanted to see what you guys thought about. Uh, we uh, we have Zeke and Lamar. We got offered Julio and Evan Ingram for them. <clears throat> half, half PPR. Mm. That's that's really interesting yeah. because, like, I obviously I, I would rather have Elliot than Julio right now. I'd rather have Ingram than Lamar. Who is? I guess the two questions. Who is your current starting tight end, and who would be your quarterback if you traded Lamar away? Backup quarterback right now, we have Winston. Uh, there's a 10-team league, so there's still guys out there like Josh Allen, Stafford, Garoppolo, kind of guys like that. Um, our other running backs, Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette, and Carrion Johnson. And then our top receiver right now is Chris Godwin. Our uh, top tight end is Darren Waller. Mm. I, I don't think I'm making that deal. Yeah, keep Zeke. I don't love giving up the best player in a 10-team league. Thanks for the question. And, yes, sharing a team is very fun. My favorite part of sharing a team with Heath is when he took off two weeks, didn't make any moves because he said he had mono. And now back to Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to institute a rock and roll only rule going forward. I've sat through two Eminem songs in this show. That's just disrespectful, Ryan. You know that. I told you last week that I only listen to rock. What's going on here? I dropped the ball there. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> yes, no, it seems intentional. Didn't seem like a ball drop. That seemed intentional. Trying to get under my skin, and it worked. I like I, it. Yeah, good job, man. Adam Azer here uh, with Heath Cummings. Heath, let's give Ryan some bad fantasy advice. He wanted to know who to start between Marquise Brown and Christian Kirk. Uh, what, what would the bad advice be? Um, the good advice would be Christian Kirk. Okay, good. So uh, I already gave him the bad advice because I, I told him to go with Brown. I said Heath would say Kirk, but I'm saying Brown. Well, you're giving him bad advice because you think he's playing bad music, and you're wrong on both counts. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Listen, we got 15 minutes left, and the huge show is coming up after this at midnight Eastern. We can talk about hopefully Penn State, uh, Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh not going for the <laughs> for the touchdown. It was ridiculous. But – What's your goal, Heath? How many phone calls in the next 15 minutes? 35. That's ambitious. All right, let's get to it then. 855-212-4227. Jessica in Alaska. So we're going to do just real quick. Question, answer, question, answer. Jessica, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Go. Jessica? Hey, uh, this is Jeff. I've got a 12-team standard league. I need a flex. So i got Jordan Howard. I've got Nicole Hardman. I've got Chris Thompson, and I've got uh, Marquez Valdez-Gantley. You know, Adam, you always say that you have no interest in Chris Thompson and non-PPR. 
Uh, this is a situation where I'm absolutely 100% starting Chris Thompson and non-PPR. Okay, yeah, those are those are some tough options, but Chris Thompson could get it done. Uh, Lewis in Chicago. Lewis, go. How's it going, fellas? Um, I currently have Juju Smith-Schuster going and Stefan Diggs, but how do you guys feel about Ted Ginn Jr. from last week's game? Yeah, it was a good game for Ted Ginn, and I think he might be good when they play at home and Breeze throws more. On the road, he doesn't throw as much. That hurts Ginn. It hurts Jared Cook. I would stick with your starters. Numbers 855-212-4227. David in Chicago. David, go. Hey, guys. Half point PPR, one flex. Duke Johnson, Tariq Cohen, or Chris Thompson? Thanks. That is a really close one. I'm going to slow us down here a little bit because I actually Duke, Duke. I have to go to the half PPR projections page. <laughs> uh, not Duke, Duke, Duke. I okay. Let's it, go, Duke. Let's go, Duke. I've got Duke projected for three hundredths of a point more than Chris Thompson in half PPR, so we'll go with Duke. Oh wow! See, easy piece of cake. Chris in Cleveland. Chris, go. Thanks for having me on, gentlemen. Now, Heath, I know that you have Deshaun Watson ranked as your number two QB this week, so it stands to reason he's a must-start. But I have a small problem here. So I have Christian McCaffrey, which means I'm way behind already this week. So I'm actually legitimately considering starting Goff at home against the Saints, partially because of the memes, but also partially because I'm legit concerned Watson might be banged up. Your thoughts? Yeah, like if you're way behind, I think there's more upside on a weekly basis with Deshaun Watson. So I'm like, I do understand the worry about him banged up, but that's more of a floor concern than it is a ceiling concern. Uh, I, I'm still aiming high at the ceiling of Deshaun Watson. I get what you're saying, though. 855 Uh-oh. Pat in Ohio is on the mic. Drop it, Pat. What's up? What is up, fellas? Hello, hello, hello. Now, well, it's Saturday night, Owls. Here we are now, the listeners asking questions. FFT contagious, entertain us. Whew, it smells like team spirit for many reasons. Don't fear it. It's a Madden season. My team is self-chosen. Melvin Gordon, I cannot move down to an IR spot. Down, on, down. The fill-up rivers of the sea. His little arrow is pointing down, on, down. This Justin Jackson, and I'm Singletary in deep leagues inside of a parallel universe. It's getting harder and harder to tell which one's going to break out first. So would you choose water over wine in hopes of Joe Mixon plays more than open and drive? Whatever tomorrow <laughs> brings, I know you'll be there with open arms and open with good advice. So a sprain in my ankle, Joe Mixon, 11 Devin Singletary, or Justin M. Jackson? No one wants to be defeated. It doesn't matter who's wrong from just right. Just heat it. Uh, <laughs> yes. That was fantastic, as always. And I would go with Joe Mixon over Devin Singletary and Justin Jackson. There you go. <laughs> a simple answer to a great, great phone call. And I love the song Drive by Incubus. It is a classic. I know Ryan Hickey's never heard it. Ryan, please listen to Drive by Incubus. It's terrific. Ugh. Really, Heath? I'm just like, our musical tastes could not be further. Oh, come on. It's such a great song. Brian in Florida. Brian, go. Hey, this is a very deep league. I might have to use first names. Um, Full point PPR, start two. Dion Lewis, Cody Latimer, Ted Ginn, Jalen Richard or Miles Boy- Boykin. Thanks, guys. 
Uh, so I'm starting Dion Lewis, and I think it's a little bit underrated if Cody Latimer is okay. That the type of upside that he has, he had a lot of targets in this offense last week with Sterling Shepard there. He might get nine or ten targets in this game. So I, if Latimer plays, I'll go with him. If not, I guess I'll go with Boykin. All right, Brian, thank you for the phone call. Corey in Illinois, by the way, it's 855-212-4227. Let's go to Corey. Corey, go. Hi, okay. I need one running back and a full point PPR. I have Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, Carlos Hyde, or Philip Lindsley. Thank you. This is the most – like, this is really <laughs> difficult here because my my top two are Lindsay and Mixon. If Mixon – I felt confident was a full go it would be him pretty easily um I, but i do currently have Lindsay ranked just a little bit higher all right interesting uh chuck in chicago chuck go hello hey chuck go for it hey how's it going guys um so in a 12 team ppr league um i'm having trouble with my flex right now so right now i got uh delvin cook and tyree cohen starting i do have Lindsay on the bench but I don't know if I want to start him against the Bears. My other question would be who to start in my flex. So it, right now it's between Marvin Jones, uh, Metcalf, Lindsey, or Peterson. Yeah, if you're in PPR, I would actually go with Philip Lindsey as the flex. Um, I do think, like, we've not talked about Adrian Peterson at all. Mm-hmm. So, And I know you want to do mostly phone calls, Adam, but I do think in non-PPR – I'm pretty interested in Adrian Peterson this week, and especially in DFS where his price went down so much because he was a healthy scratch last week. Uh, Whenever we've seen him with fresh legs and motivation, he's been pretty good. Yeah, I could see him getting 17 or more carries. I mean, just need need them to keep it fairly close for a bit. Let's go to Chris in Iowa. Chris, go. Hey, guys, great show. Tough choice in the flex as well. Uh, Deshaun Jackson uh, at Atlanta or John Brown at the Giants. They're both pretty much neck and neck in your uh, Very ranking. tough, very tough call, I think. That, that is a very tough call, but I do have Brown just ahead of Jackson in all formats, so I'll go with John Brown. 855-212-4227. Jay in Pittsburgh. Jay, go. 10-team uh, PPR quarterback. Jackson or Wentz, and at receiver, two of these three, Woods, Hilton, or um, Tyler Boyd. So I'm starting Jackson, and I'm actually, this will upset Adam, but I'm actually sitting T.Y. Hilton out of that group of receivers. No, that's fine. I I don't know what to, yeah, I think that's fine. I don't know what to make of Hilton. I, yeah, it's fine. Okay, uh, <laughs> Hakeem in Baltimore. Hakeem, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Yeah, once again, um, I got this dilemma. I got Patrick Mahomes and uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm trying to start <laughs> Lamar Jackson. What you think? I led this man to the promised land last week when I said Lamar Jackson. So what's it going to be, Heath? I'm going back to Lamar Jackson again. All right. How about that? I'm going to take Mahomes this week. Um, but listen to Heath. Go with Heath. Uh, Alejandro in Puerto Rico. Hola. What's up, man? Hey, I got a uh, – it's my first time calling. I got a tough RB2 question. Kenyon Drake, Deion Lewis, or Carlos Hyde in PPR? Um, <laughs> yeah, I I would probably start Deion Lewis. The Colts wow. have been terrible against pass catching running backs. The celebration. Uh, it's this is not a celebration. <laughs> it's his first time. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I don't like. I, I don't feel confident in that answer, Adam. Do you? Do I you was any? not listening at all. I was trying to get this. I was trying Dion to. Dion Lewis, Kenyon Drake, and Carlos Hyde in PPR. Uh, Carlos Hyde. Yeah, I don't feel good about that at all. But yeah, I I would go with Dion Lewis. I'd actually change my answer. Honestly, Kenyon Drake. I'd go Kenyon Drake. Let's catch some passes this week, Kenyon Drake. Thank you for calling. If you are a first-time caller, you will, we will celebrate you. All right, we got, let's see, we got five callers on the line. Let's make sure we get to all of them. Joe in Massachusetts. Joe, go. Hey, I got Lamar Jackson versus Carson Wentz, but I started O.J. Howard for zero points. <laughs> start, Lamar, start Lamar Jackson. He's got the most upside. And I would have started both of them over O.J. Howard. Jeff in Reno, Nevada, 855-212-4227. Still a few minutes left. Jeff, go. PPR, Vicar Ryan. Just kidding. It's a point per rush and reception. Montgomery, Brita, Justin Jackson, or Damian Williams. I need two. Thanks. I'm going to, you said point per rush and per reception. I'll, yes. this is, I, I, that separates Brita from the other guys a little bit for me. Damian Williams is a clear number one for mm-hmm. me. Brita would be number two. Tommy in Minnesota. Tommy, go. Hey, uh, do I start Aaron Rodgers or Kirk Cousins in fantasy? Or battle? Uh, yeah, I, I'll go with Aaron Rodgers. Much worse matchup, but much better player. 855-212-4227. Sam in Minnesota. Hey. Sam, go. Hey, y'all. Uh, Non-PPR, Tyrell Williams or Stefan Diggs for wide receiver two? I'm going to call, call, call Tyrell. Call Tyrell. Joe in Wisconsin. By the way, Diggs has unbelievable history against Green Bay in the last two seasons, so I, I like him, but, man, we love Tyrell Williams. All right, Joe in Wisconsin. Joe, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Go. Yo, I got a 12-team PPR. I'm wondering if I should pick uh, Dak or Russell this week. Uh, Dak, by a by a pretty good margin. I'll take Dak. No, you can't have him, Heath, because you're dropping him in every league. 855-212-4227. Lori in California. Lori, go. Uh, full PPR, John Ross or John Brown. I will go with John Brown. I'd like to see it from John Ross again before I trust him. Jason in Pennsylvania. Jason, go. Hey, guys. I have Evan Ingram and, and Darren Waller. I was wondering what I should be looking in trade for them. I think they're both going to have good weeks this week. Let's let's let Waller have one more good week and then see if you can trade him for a number two uh, wide receiver. A.J. Green is always my answer. Trade all these guys for A.J. Green. Not Evan Ingram, though. Keep Evan Ingram. Samson in Houston. Samson, go. Hey, real quick. I got a, I got A.B., I have Odell Beckham, I have Josh Gordon, and I have Sammy Watkins. Who do I sit this week? Uh, well, Beckham and Watkins are must-starts. I don't know if you need to start two or three, but I would rather start Gordon than Brown. So I'm definitely sitting Brown. Mitchell in Dayton. Mitchell, go. Hey, uh, should I start Chris Carson or Nick Chubb, 10-team PPR format? I was very impressed with how involved Carson was in the passing game, and that gets him into my top 10 in PPR, but Chubb is still one spot I have him. I'll start Chubb. And Ernesto in Massachusetts, our last caller. Ernesto, go! Hey, I I had a question on a a couple leagues. I got uh, Leonard Fournette, David Henry, and Josh Jacobs. I need two of those three. That's all we're getting from you. Sorry, Ernesto. Pick two, Heath. Yeah, you're definitely starting Fournette, and I will go with uh, I'll go with Henry. All right. Hey, Heath. Thanks, man. This was fun. 
It was a blast. Let's get a win in our league tomorrow. What do you say? Yes. All right, that's it for Ion Fantasy Football, everybody. The huge show is coming up next on CBS Sports Radio. If you liked what you heard, please check out our Fantasy Football Today podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Big thanks to Heath Cummings. Thanks to Ryan Hickey and Nick behind the glass for making us sound good tonight. And thanks a lot to all of you for listening and calling. I'm Adam Azer. Good night, everyone, and good luck in week two.